Welcome to another episode of the Fifth Floor Podcast. I'm your host, Avain Sheikh. And I'm your other host, the better host, as usual, Saeed Rahman. And today we're skipping the intro. We don't need no intro. We got some real talent. We got some real music on the podcast here today. I'm so excited because it's the first person who ever wanted to be in our podcast. <laughs> For real. So shout out to you. Shout out to you. Say introduce this amazing man. This is Ario. Ario, say what's up. What's up, guys? This is Ario. And man, I'm blessed to be on the fifth floor. Hey. hey. <laughs> we're blessed to have you. Yeah, we're Thanks, really blessed bro. to have you, bro. It's so a real, we... like, Middle Eastern, like, exchange. <laughs> like, oh, let me pay. You got some shisha, too, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to keep it real cash. We're just going to ask you a couple questions about everything, everything you've experienced with this whole music game. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, so I'm going to hit you with the first one. All right. Ario, when did you start rapping? Talk to us about the struggles you went through, the things you had to sacrifice. Life in general after before the rap before the rap game and during it, what was it like? Okay, so before the rap game, just like any other person, right? Any other student, kid, growing up, and then but, um, like rap songs would always drop, and I would love rapping songs, right? So yeah. I would sit there with you. Remember Mohi, right? I'd yeah, sit there with Mohi. We'd be memorizing like ass like that by Slim Shady and we'd be rapping it. And yeah. then by like age 14, 15, I wrote a song. And it was a really shitty song, bro. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, like, it was, it was like the basic, like, oh, baby, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, and the then, good stuff. Um, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the good stuff, the Drake. Yeah, for sure. But um, I sent that to a friend and he was like, man, you don't sound confident. And I was yeah. like, you're right. So then after that song, since then, I just knew. Like, I just I just rapped, you know? Okay. And then... Pardon? Oh, I was just saying, geez, I was like, you started off young, man. Yeah, bro. You got put in those 10,000 hours, right? For sure, start, for sure. Early. But yeah, um, that's for, like, how it started. Um, any struggles and sacrifices well struggles not really because it's fun like even the struggle of the struggle is you growing right because you're pushing your limits and then like for example you're rapping a verse and then um you can't get the flow right on a fast part but i guess you could see that as a struggle but you overcome it and now you can move on to like newer flows whatever um so, so it's all like a learning experience basically yeah, exactly. Like anything else, if you practice, it's all about passion, right? Yeah, I have the passion for it, so I put the practice into it. If you had the passion for it, I you could be the goat. Hey, <laughs> probably not. I got the... faith, bro. <laughs> probably, probably not. not. <laughs> no, sick. the only reason you couldn't be the goat is because I got the title, bro. I took it. Oh, no, for real. Damn. I took it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect. Um. But any sacrifices I made, sacrifices, man, when you make rap, which is poetry, music, you're, if you want to make a good song, you're putting your emotion into it. You're putting what you went through into it. Um, it's not, you can't let what you say be 
like it's like a Kanye vibe. You can't let what you're gonna say be filtered by what you society filter, thinks, think, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes, you it's have to give to that me. raw human emotion that everyone can connect with. Yeah, I feel that. So, That's like true. before, I'd make more banger songs just because I realized I could rap, right? And I would be so excited. I'd do like dope flows, and then yep. later on, I realized, okay, I established the fact that I can rap. I can do different flows. I can do this, that. Now I have to move on from having a talent to being an artist. And then what an artist quick. is, is someone who's yeah. going who's gonna to make an influence, right? Put their emotion into it, put their life story. That's sick, man. So I guess, yeah, you, um, you kind of deplete your emotions a bit. I don't know. I don't even know how to word it. You got to, like, you got to suppress your emotions and then just, you got to, like... No outside influences, basically. It's just it's just you and what you're feeling, and you let that yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. man, you're dropping some bare knowledge on us in the first question. For <laughs> <laughs> real. No, nah, bro, might as well add content, right? No, nah, go for it, for sure. Yeah. That's what we want. <clears throat> so, okay, so my question is, like, what was your parents' reaction to this when you first started getting into this? Were they supportive, or were they a little bit against it, or what was going on? Okay, so when I first started getting into this, I didn't even tell my parents. Because, yeah. like, I'm Persian, right? <laughs> okay. And what is rap? It's, like, gangster rap. Like, you say rap, you picture, like... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you picture, um like, 50 Cent with, like, a gun wound. <laughs> yeah, with multiple gun wounds, like, nine of with them. With multiple gun wounds. <laughs> he has, like, a, a zip of, like, crack cocaine in his pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't say anything. But then, like... My friends, my close friends were always telling me, they're like, man, like, you're too good. Like, you gotta, like, you gotta push the music, keep going for it. And then I realized if I'm going to keep going for it, I might as well share it, right? For sure. And then when I did share it, I was so surprised by the reaction because my parents are so, like, appreciative of the arts, you know? So just because I guess part of the Persian background. Yeah, that's a a big key, like, to have that support for sure. Like, I think yeah. that would help. Yeah, Just definitely. Like, I talked with my dad about it, and he told me that he actually wrote poetry growing up. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he proposed to my mom through, like, some poem, and it wasn't, like, direct. It was, like, a reference to something else. I don't know. He went deep with it. Damn, that's goals right Damn. there. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram goals, bro. Take notes from Papa right there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, oh, and then, like, I guess poetry just runs through the family. Like, um, my brother, he did poetry. Um, he was, like, on, like, Channel 13, like, at 8 p.m. reciting a poem or something a couple years ago. That's actually Um, Yeah, and then, but I guess I'm, like, more ignorant. I'm the ignorant one in the family (laughs) side. (laughs) I had to put a beat on my poems. Get on that Spotify game, right, with your poems. Yeah, you gotta move it. But, um, yeah, uh, does that answer the question? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy because a lot of, like, a lot of the times, even in our culture, right, this sort of thing, it's still brand new, right? When people already start doing this, our parents are still hesitant towards, like, supporting them, right, in the beginning. Yeah. So it's cool that your parents were, like, like ready from the get-go. They were like, yo, let's support them and everything. That's awesome. Yeah, especially, like, like you said, like, our culture-wise, it's, like, really dependent on education, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, man. So with all that, 
I want to know how, like, when the gig started rolling around, when you started doing concerts and shows and whatnot, your first show, how was that feeling, like, get up on stage? Like, your first, like, legit show. Like, I'm sure you performed with friends and whatnot, but, like, your first paid show, how did that feel? How did that go? Okay, so my first show, um, I dropped the mixtape Brookside summer after grade 12. That was 2015 summer. And then... Like, I dropped it August 22nd or 23rd. And then September, mid-September, I got an email. Mm-hmm. And it was from some host, some, like, like artist host thing in Toronto. And they said, we heard your stuff, and we want you to come to a performance. Um, yeah. And this and the performance date landed on February 2016, which was the same week as Reading Week. Oh, so I was like, bet. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, perfect. And then, so your first so show me... was out in Toronto. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, bro. It adds to the resume. Like, I'm not complaining <laughs> no, on that side. <laughs> Fly across the country to do a show. That's so sick. Yeah. So, actually, man, the whole story about that show going down was so crazy. Like, um, if you remember Batty, Batty was there. Um... Albera, who was a couple of my friends, we all flew out there, reading week, and then we only had a hotel for like two nights, but uh-huh. the best flight plan we could get made us come back in like five days, right? Okay. So we went there knowing we'd be homeless <laughs> for like a few <laughs> after, days. After the two days, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we knew it beforehand, but I don't know, like a part of us all was just like, it's kind of an adventure, like, it's kind of testing us, manhood, am I ready yet, you know? <laughs> um, oh, that's sick. And then that happened, that was a journey, we, like, slept in the airport for two days. <laughs> oh, my God, man. that's crazy. You slept in the airport? Yeah, bro, man, it got so crazy, like, we were so hungry, we were dead broke, like, you know, you know, university residents yeah, like first the, year. First year lifestyle, I know, for sure. Yeah, like, you're dead broke. And we're sitting in the airport, three of us guys. We have no food. I shit you not, bro. Some dude was walking by. He dropped the American dollar bill. We went and got <laughs> it. We went to Timmy's, bought the fucking donut. And we split that shit three ways. <laughs> but it was worth it, bro. The show was so worth it. That's crazy. The first show, like, yeah. getting up on stage and stuff. Like, how was that? um this like prior to getting on stage i was kind of nervous yeah and then i like introduced myself still kind of nervous and then the beat started going and the second i said the first word i was into the performance you know yeah Yeah, i just zoned totally into it and i i started wilding out like i i didn't even no anxious no no scared nothing it just felt natural your craft right so you you're you're, you're yeah sick. yeah and it's fun like like i said like how i got into it is because rapping is fun yeah. so when i'm up there i'm really enjoying it and then especially now if you compare it to now when like there's people at the shows that know the lyrics yeah. um that i'm so much more like trained in it i guess i put in the work um now like you get that so much more energy from the crowd and it's just so amazing but the first show was definitely iconic. It started off everything. I realized that, wow, this is awesome, you know? That's sweet. So having That's people crazy. rap 
having people rap your words must be so sweet. Yeah, it's pretty hype. But I will say that not everyone does. So, like, in the chorus, I'd be, like, in the middle part. For the yeah. people that don't, I'd say, like, everyone say A here, right? Yeah. So, even though... Yeah, because what happened at the first show, actually, there were some, um, like, label representatives sitting uh-huh. there watching. And then after, you get to talk to them. So, I went to talk to him. And he said, your stuff was good. He told me a few things. Like, one, he said that a lot of your songs are around the same tempo. Which I realized too, and I was like, okay, work. And then the second one was he said that you need more audience engagement. And I actually didn't have audience engagement really. I was just rapping. I was just feeling myself, right? To get the people involved, right? Yeah. But like, thanks to that guy, I definitely learned what I needed to work on and grew from it. Shout out the guy. Shout out that guy, whoever you are. Yeah, sh- shout out the rep. <laughs> shout out the rep. <laughs> Fuck the industry, but shout out the rep. <laughs> shout out the rep, bro. That's crazy, man. The struggle, like, you went through, like, living in the airport for two days. I don't know if I could be able to do that. <laughs> this is why we're not the GOAT, Zane. This is why we're not, honest, the not the GOAT. <laughs> we're learning from you, man. Bro, honestly, man, it's, I'm very spontaneous. Like, <laughs> one day, I was, like, I looked at my friend. I was, like, bro, let's go get bleach for your hair. Like, hair bleach. I want to get, <laughs> I want to go blonde, right? Yeah. And he was, like, screw it. Let's do it. Like, I'm that type of guy, you know? That's very good. Not, yeah, that's why I had a mustache when he faded. Uh, <laughs> I had a full beard. Like, I was looking proper, and then two days ago, I was like, no, nah, man, like, I need some ignorant shit. I haven't, I haven't so. seen the mustache on you before, man. It's looking good. It's looking yeah, good. Bro. What do you think? It's what looking good, think? yeah. It's good. It okay, good. say no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I have a question. It's about the rap game in Calgary in general. So, yes. in 2013, uh, Vice News did an article talking about how most rappers in Calgary are awful. Do you agree with that? And why do you think they even said this in the first place? Like, what was the whole motive behind it? I 100% agree with that statement. Really? I 110% agree. Okay. Tell us. Not, like, not in, not in an offensive way, but yeah. in, in the same way that Kanye went and took the mic from Taylor Swift. And because to fight for the art, he said... Beyonce had a better video just because Beyonce's artistic video was more representative of how art should be, I guess, in a sense, even though that's kind of a hypocritical statement. But like, man, if you listen to it, even in Regina, bro, like you listen to people, they're just talking a bunch of shit out their ass, you know? It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not actual content, right? It's not actual meaningful stuff. Yeah, they're not talking meaningful stuff. Like, and... I don't know. It's like, it's dope. Like the guy can rap. It's exactly what I said earlier. Like the person has the talent, but they haven't moved it to the artist. For sure. And I think that's what Vice was getting at because they see a lot of talent, but it's not a lot of like actual becoming an artist. Like an artist, like look at Kendrick Lamar. This guy will go on stage and everyone will rap humble to him. I saw someone standing outside the Vancouver pop-up show for yeah. damn someone was standing outside he had every single vinyl and he was just waiting there just maybe if kendrick came and pulled up to the pop-up shop so he could get a signature Jeez. Like, did you actually pull like, up to it no he pulled uh, up to the other ones me and my friend we stayed there a bit but yeah. then we realized he's probably not coming um, well along the lines of like um no content in rap what are your what are your thoughts on like the whole mumble rap phase that like 
we're going through with like Lil Pump and all those guys, like that kind of style of rap. What are your thoughts on that? Do you do you, do you agree I with Dave or no? I think those are bangers, and yeah. like I totally understand. Like it's not the same as Nas. It's not the same as Jay Z. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. it's 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 its own thing. Like when you're playing Playboy Cardi, you're not comparing it to Hit 'Em Up by Tupac, you know? Yeah, because no, Hit 'Em Up true. by Tupac is gonna give you that like mean flow. It's gonna give you that aggressive rap, whereas um, like Woke Up Like This is gonna be something that you can pop to, you know? No, I, so no I totally point. appreciate both sides of it, but I don't even see it as a comparison. Okay, makes sense. So, like, I guess I wouldn't see it as bad then, right? Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I get that. Hmm. Good. Yeah. What do you guys think? Like, personally, I'm more of a fan of, like, Jay-Z and stuff like that. So, for me, the whole mumble rap thing, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't really like it that much. I could bump to it, I could bump to it in the car. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. It gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. But like, if like if I'm sitting there, if I'm listening to music, like I got posters on my wall. I got Chance. I got Kendrick. Like those are the guys that I like. I like listening to more so for like production and for for like what they rap for. I think yeah, more more. Like st- you're an actual fan, you know? Yeah, no, for yeah. sure, for sure. Whereas like stir fry, oh, kind of, yeah, stir fry for example. Same thing. Yeah, stir fry is crazy, but again, like if I'm trying to listen to some real music, I'm gonna listen to some like some by Drake or Jay Z or whatever, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I okay. do. What'd you What'd you guys think of uh, 444? I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, no, I like it too. That's. I loved it too. It's so dope. Yeah. How do you feel that it didn't win the? You Grammys? No, Grammys, right? Yeah, I didn't want a Grammy. Yeah, Bruno Mars won, eh? Bro, Bruno I didn't agree to that. Man, honestly, um I don't like no comment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like man, I don't really listen to Bruno Mars. The few songs I heard, like, um, yeah. that's what I like. That's what I that one. <laughs> um the one with Cardi B remix or whatever, like that <laughs> stuff was hot. Like I understand that if I'm a 40 year old mom driving to work, <laughs> in the morning, I'm a bop that, you know, and that's what I want. I love how you said 40 years old mom, not 40 years old dad. <laughs> <laughs> because yo, I'm picturing the mom like going, she's like stressed. She's trying to like relax. Cause I feel like a dad already knows what he wants to listen to, you know? True, true. That's true. A dad already got a CD. He got his jazz CD. He got like his like authentic traditional cultural CD. Yeah. No, no, four-year-old moms gonna be listening to Kill Jay Z off four forty-four. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if they do, that's crazy. Whoever does, that's a that's a sick mom. For Man, they'd get offended. Yeah, yeah no, for real. Music, yeah. Especially yeah. the story of OJ that uh, sparked a lot oh, of issues, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, no, that'll spark everything. <laughs> All right, man. I have some questions about like some of your music, and uh, one of your songs was like uh, "Struck." You talk about, and you you say this one lyric where you say, "I went to college, but to be to be honest, no knowledge in that." So, when did you come to that realization that college isn't for you, and like, how did that whole thing happen? So, okay, so the way I wrote this, it isn't even in the context of college not being of any knowledge. It's in the context of what is the definition of knowledge so um like before i really didn't like university because 
I didn't give a fuck what I was learning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what did I take first year? I took engineering. I'd go into class, I'd learn about shit that I can't even see, you know? I'm learning about, like, gravitational pull of this versus that. And, like, even though it's dope, I had no interest, so I didn't really care. And then... Um, and then I switched to business. I love business. Business is like a people thing, right? But um, yeah. yeah, it's something you can actually see happening kind of thing. That's true. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, I realized my dad told me like when I was in first year and I told him I don't like what I'm learning. He told me that university isn't for something you're going to learn. It's to learn how to learn. And then I never understood him until yeah. this year. I took philosophy and I understood them because of some things that related. Philosophy changes everyone's world. Man, if you want to get deep in that, like, bro, mid September, twenty mid September twenty seventeen, bro, I had like a life changing experience, and that has changed my entire life. Like, it's changed my music, changed how I live, changed how I interact. Philosophy. We should. Yeah, bro. Yo, like. Do you have time? Can I can I just uh, quickly segue into Bro, it? go for it. All right, all right, say no more. So, <laughs> what? Okay, so how how familiar are you guys with Socrates? Um, like just philosophical questioning, you know? Honestly, my brother, my brother, I think he minored in philosophy. So when I was in Calgary in like in high school, he would throw me some random questions. So I know a few things here and there, but I'm not like knowledgeable in it. But, like, like, what's the meaning of life? You know, stuff like that. Bro, what is the meaning of life? Tell That's me. Deep. Okay, okay, okay. So, bro, Socrates and stuff. Um, Socrates, um, Buddha, Prophet Muhammad, Jesus, yeah. all of these prophets, all of these um, philosophical leaders and stuff. Not necessarily leaders, but teachers, I guess. Like all of them they all talk about a thing called divine understanding. There's many names for it because it's not an actual concrete thing. Yeah. It's um, an awakening or in new society terms being woke. Yeah. Um, and what that is, is what I experienced September. What happened was, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that um, interview of Jim Carrey that came out where he's like talking on the New York Fashion Week or something. I think so. Um, a little bit, like I remember watching, but I don't remember exactly what he said. But yeah, so he's talking about he's telling like the interviewee that um I don't or interviewer that I don't believe that anyone exists or icons exist. You don't exist. I don't exist. Stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I know Jim Carrey. He's a dope actor. It yeah. takes like it takes talent to act. Like there's no way this guy is fucking crazy. Yeah. So I went and watched a few videos and then, man, it just hit me. And like, I shit you not, it was like 11 p.m. And I'm in my room crying from happiness. Because uh-huh. it just makes and, sense. And what it, what it was is I realized that everything is one. So I realized that right now, like me and you guys are one. We're the same. Mm, and not cute. in the sense that, not in the sense that now like I can see through your eyes, I can sense through your ears or whatever. But I am aware that in the terms Alan Watts puts it, um, you're aware that you're just a, how do I put this? You're just a a temporary manifestation of a human being. 
Damn, explain that. I don't even know what that is. Okay, bro. Let, okay, I was trying to explain this to my friend, and I came up with a great analogy. Think about a CD, okay? Right. Hold up, hold up. Let me get some water. <laughs> get thirsty. Actually. Dropping bare knowledge right now. Okay, so a CD. Let's let's say this CD is a disc for GTA, right? Okay. Okay, you go buy this disc. What is it? It's material. You're holding it circular. Everything is there. It's not moving. It's just there. Yeah. Now you put this disc into the game. It starts spinning. Now you're playing the game, right? Yeah. Now what do you have? You don't have just the material that's a CD. Now you have people. You have buildings. You have um, scenery. You have weather. You have um, dialogue. You have content. Yeah. yeah. But say your character comes to my character in the game and he pops my ass and I die. Okay. <laughs> did the disc itself that holds all the game, did it lose any mass? No. No. Because my character died? No. Did it lose a chip of the material itself because of the loss of my character? Still the same. No. And what does that go back to? That goes back to that scientific um, term, which is matter cannot be created nor destroyed. So everything is just a transfer of energy. Damn, man, just... Damn. So, <laughs> man, Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, one. and then, bro, like, I shit you not, like, once you understand this, you have so much appreciation for everything. Like, the second I felt it, it was amazing. Like, you just love love because you realize love is everything. So a way to put this is the state of... um being i guess okay it's on the road to enlightenment so the state of becoming more awakened is not something that is gained but rather something that is lost which reveals the truth yeah okay i get that. so an exact what does that mean for example say your body laying in bed your body is the truth yeah now your blanket that's on top of you is your belief systems is your logic systems is your traditions how you talk how you act it's just you as your identity, as who you've become. That is your blanket. Now, this blanket has been acquired. Yes. What philosophy is, the whole concept of philosophy is like finding the truth. What is the truth? The truth is when you take this blanket off and reveal what's there. That's why, yo, think about this right now. Like when someone says, um, when someone says like they found themselves, yeah. they found you. Oh my god. Wait, because when you find yourself, everyone finds the same thing. Yo, my head's about to explode. Okay. Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Man, I love this stuff. Like, you guys have no idea. Like, I invest so much of my time reading books on this stuff. Like, the... okay, and then you ask, what was the meaning of life, right? Yeah. So, I could get much deeper into this, but to put it simply, what... tell me what the meaning of a song is. Uh, like what part of the song is the meaning of the song? Uh, all I think all of it, like to to the to the beat, to the melody, to the chorus, to the verses, all of it put together, I think, is the meaning of the song. Exactly, every yeah. single note is the meaning of the song. If the last note of the song was the meaning of the song, then the best song would be the fastest song. Yeah. The same thing with a dance point of a dance is not the last position you're in the point of the dance is every single moment of the dance For sure. and this yeah. is the point of life 
the point of life is not to get to a single place where you will be there. It's right now. Right now that we are talking, this is the meaning of life. Damn, yo. I That's crazy. Wish, like, I wish I could take courses on this. Like, I don't have time as an engineering student, but, like, stuff like this, it really, like, like you just enlightened me. Yeah. On- bro, I, like, I have, I have chills saying it, too. Like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And then, man, it gets deeper. Like, um, like a few weeks ago, I was studying how time doesn't exist. And then I actually, like, was able to, like, understand it and stuff. It's so crazy. Like, for example, that time doesn't exist is the same concept as SCD. That's how I realized it. Because I thought back to the CD. And even though stuff is moving, the CD itself never moves. Like the CD itself, if uh, my character walks from uh, one location GTA to the other location GTA, the CD material itself didn't warp and switch like um, chemical configurations into something new because of a change. Everything that has happened, that will happen and is happening is right now. It's just one single moment and that is the CD itself. And that's what we are in right now. However, because of how our uh, brain is, we can perceive stuff um, linearly. So that's why it appears that time it actually exists. I think we need to have like another another podcast. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I went way too. Often. No, no. Oh, honestly, man. no. That's that's what we want, bro. Like they that's just. Crazy. Just anything knowledge based, like that's that's awesome. Like, yeah, bro. And then and then to relate this back to rap, like yeah. once I understood this, so many of my songs are relating to this, and just um, like some songs, it would be all ego. And so what I would mean is, it's like um, a comical take at ego because now, uh, how do I put this? It's like exaggerated ego to make the point that ego is the factor. You know, like e- ego, um, like being better than someone, or like you're, you're, you're no. So ego, problem. like that, that divine awakening thing is also yeah. called ego death sometimes. Okay. So what ego death is, you realize, like, okay, for example, right now, Said, if yeah. you, when you were born, yeah. your baby body was taken, the same one was taken to China, and now you're raised by Chinese family. That Saeed that you truly think is you right now would yeah. be 100% totally different. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? That's because your identity, you, who you are, is not something that's actually there. Like who you are is in identity-wise. is not something that's actually there. It's something that has been acquired over time through your experiences, through who you've been around. And that's your ego. And the ego death is not death of ego because ego technically doesn't exist. Yeah, but it's, it's the realization that it's not actually who you are. Jeez. That's crazy, man. <laughs> man, I, I really love this stuff. And the craziest part about this type of knowledge, like it's, there's two types of education, philosophical education and political education. Political education is all the other type of education that questions like how people should be treated. Uh, not necessarily like, that, but... As- how how things should be like rules and regulations kind of thing yeah yeah and it's like more how to enforce right yeah yeah whereas um philosophical education is literally it's in you like the same answers that i came to Mm -hmm. can come to you you know 
you just it's it's when you look inside yourself and you just reveal the truth and you realize the truth is just love and you have nothing else to do but love well speaking on love i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up a little bit um I, you, I, do, you do have a song you do have a song called hands on right hands uh, on me hands on me <laughs> sorry, sorry 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 hands no on me um that sounds like a lot of love in that song. Um, <laughs> can you talk on that? Like what was going through, what was happening? Yeah. Um, it's interesting you bring that one up because if you caught on to it, the yeah. very last two lines of um, the second verse says, uh, and the last thing that she said before leaving the room, are you on the rap game? Will you be the groom? So the girl is the rap game. Uh, um, makes sense. So it so the song starts off. Um, uh, I don't remember exactly how it starts <laughs> off, but it pretty much the content is. Uh, I meet this girl. I just met her. I met her at a party. She looked nice. You know, this is a yeah. rap game I'm talking about. Like I tried it out. This is my first mixtape. I tried it out when I was talking about talent, right? Yeah. You you know you can rap. You know you can flow. You can it sounds dope. You try it out. So you like this girl. You, you take yeah. her home. Yeah. You take her now. We're at the hotel, we go inside, and then the door shuts, yeah. and then chorus comes. Yeah. And then second verse is the next morning, and it's where I roll over, and I look her in her eyes, and I realize, like, she's, she's the love of my life. The rap game is the love of my life. And then, and then um, it says, like, one of the lyrics says, uh, uh, I was different, me and... Me and her aligned. Um, I don't know, but it was saying that I'm not like the, I'm not like any other guy, and which which referred to like rap game, everyone sounding similar. All the other rappers, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then it says like, I was her best. She needs me to survive. Damn, yo, I That's never crazy. even looked into. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yo, props to yeah, you, Max. Really like, dope. Now, like, listen, I want to listen to the song again. I'm gonna think about that. That's actually awesome. It's like um what is it, Fight Club? Like after you watch Fight Club and you see the yeah. ending plot twist and then you watch it again, it's like that. You know what you know what it's reminding me of? It's reminding me of a logic song, uh Nikki, where he talks about oh. he talks about nicotine almost as though it's like his lover, like I can't wait to breathe you in and whatnot. But at the end of the song or when the chorus hits, he's talking about I'm in love with the nicotine. So the whole time building up to it, whenever he refers to Nikki, you always think it's a girl. But yeah, actually, yeah, I remember like, that one. Like it's addiction. Yeah, that was so crazy. Like when I realized that one, I remember when it dropped. I was yeah. like, damn. Under pressure, man. That's a great album. But no, I like Boy, that's, that that's, that's literally that's literally what I'm thinking about right now. That's really cool, man. For you to do that and to deliver it so well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was pretty sly, right? <laughs> it was pretty sly. It got through. It's crazy. You made a topic, like a concept of rap, and you made it into a real person, and you talked about it in such like a, in such a crazy way, where it seems like it was a real person. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Because because I don't know. I don't even know what. Okay, how I got the chorus is yeah. I was dri- um driving in Hamptons in Calgary. Yeah. And it was late at night, and randomly in my head, I'm like, hands on me, tight dress, and I was like, yo, this is lit. So as I'm driving, I pull out my notes, I'm typing it up, and I had the chorus. 
And then one day I sat down and I, I opened my phone, I found it. And I was like, yo, this is fucking dope. And then I looked for a beat for like a week, two weeks, three weeks. Then I found the best beat I could, and then I used that, and it was it just came. The rest is history, right? The rest is history, bro. We can't even talk about it. <laughs> well, one of my last questions, I guess, is um, when's the new music dropping? When's it happening? When's the new music dropping? Yeah, I got a little, a little update. I got stuff coming, and it's. I'm not gonna be bringing much to SoundCloud anymore, though. I'm just gonna be bringing it to Apple Music, Spotify. Actually, that's what, um, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's that's the next move, man. For sure. Like the man yeah, hits the of that, so I'm looking for more. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna put um the one single intro to the bill. It's gonna be up soon. Okay. On Apple Music, SoundCloud stuff, and then. The rest are in the works. I wish over this podcast app I could play you some. Yeah. That would be crazy. They're, uh, they're waiting for a release. Do the waiting game. We'll wait for it. We'll wait for our we'll it. Oh, oh one more question, actually. Um, how would you say, like, you started up with merch, and I love I, I love your merch, to be honest. Like, I think so. The new, the new wave of merch with the, the white hoodie and everything. But, oh, yeah. Um, um, Thanks, man. Merch-wise, how's that affected, like, your name, like, branding yourself? How's that been? You see people walking So, around. oh, man, merch has, merch is, like, part of the REO experience. Yeah. If I never put the merch, like, REO wouldn't be REO. Like, uh, I don't even know. Like, the merch is just, it's just, it makes a community out of people. Yeah, it for takes, sure. It takes, it takes, um... Just the community being surrounded, being based on an audio file Mm -hmm. to a community based on something that you can interact with, something physical. physical. And that just makes it so much more interactive, makes the name REO, gives it so much more brand equity, right? Yeah. That's like, you do the designs yourself or what? What's up? Designs and stuff, you do it all yourself or... Yeah, yeah, I do all the designs myself. Solid. And then, and all the all the profit goes to charity. I haven't picked the charity yet. Okay. But yeah, all profit goes to charity because I realized, like, I had it saved up, but I never pulled it out of my account. Yeah. And then, it just kept building up, building up, and I was like, you know what? Like, I really don't care for this money. Like, these are people I know buying hoodies. Like, this is I don't. I don't want to make it a business. I want to make it about okay. just repping it, you know, like just feeling yourself. You go to a party and you got a hoodie on that says Ario and you're just, you're repping the name, you know? Bro, I'm and... telling you, I walk around the malls and stuff. Like I, I remember it was one time in Windsor, I walked into, I walked into Zoomies and I was wearing the Ario hoodie and the guy just straight up was like, yo, what's Ario? And I'm straight up, I was just like, yo, it's my buddy. He raps. He's on, he's on SoundCloud. The, back then you didn't have Damn, I appreciate that, bro. We're spreading it. Spreading the REO music. Always plug. Hashtag (laughs) open. For real. Bro, I got to cop your hoodie now. I got to cop it like ASAP now. Bro, you might have to. I I will, definitely, for sure. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it goes to good cause, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I'm down to support it. I still have to pick the 
charity though. So if you guys have any suggestions, let me know. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know too much about it. But like, if you figure something out, we'll let, like let you know for sure. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Yeah. Alright, man. I think that was the rest of our questions. I thought anyone else out, or we want to hear some stuff. You got some. Uh, got something to spit for us, or what? For sure, bro. I'll spit you some. Ah, okay. Um, we have no beef. You gotta do a lot of No worries, bro. Is there any lag in this? If there's no uh, lag, then you drop a. I drop a beat. <laughs> I don't know. If I can I really don't know if I can? Cause there's quite a bit of lag, so it's just you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Here we go. This is called feeling it now. Alright. My intuition is telling me I'm the fucking goat. No invitation, I crash the party with all the bros. No intermission, I'm fire spitting, I never choke. This isn't work, it's tradition, kill it, then adios. I've been inspired by desire my entire life. Acquired designer, retire higher than a kite. Bitch, I'm a fighter, hit the cypher, killer rapper, and his writer, blow like dynamite. No survivors left the sight. Yeah. I, uh, no autopilot. Hands on the steering wheel, I got it. I'm out to get it, cause I already got it. Got it. I'm so hypnotic, I'm ill, the flu, I caught it. REO version 12 on the market, they ought to cop it. Stop it, I ain't popping enough. I heard that being popular is starting getting too tough. Plus, I ain't giving a fuck. I take my chances with luck. I make a life out of a hobby, no, I'm cocky enough. Little mama got some cake, but it's hardly a cuff. I just want to wake and bake, roll a J and a puff. Confrontation is a bitch, and it's never enough. You just fall back in the ego, trying to swim your way up. And there's no point to sugarcoat it. Either life is a bitch, or life is your bitch, and you ain't shit. The truth is within you, homie. Do the most with your life. But the truth stays inside because you hide from the light. And that's right. Yeah. And this sorry, yo. Hey. <laughs> now you guys got coming with the acapella flow. Hey. <laughs> yo. Yo. That was crazy. That's so sick. Right, wait. Let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. This is called Ego. This is the one I was talking about where it just, it fully shows Ego. Uh, All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, life is like a fucking trip on acid. Me and you cut from the same fabric. Spent all my money smoking the cabbage. Make it by St. Patrick. Spend it again, I'm savage. Material goals, I know I'm lavish. Bacardi and hoes, I made a habit. Y'all want the big picture, I see a canvas. Can you imagine the rampage inside the mansion? I was a madman. But who's to say I changed? I feel amazed when they fucking with all the shit I say. Or should I say I'm just acting the range every Saturday with the same bitch called Tina Fate? Now who's to blame? She looked like a snack, Frito Lake. I bust a nut, they kick her out, she can never stay. Invite her for one purpose to get me laid. She go to change, I pick her purse, I guess I'm getting paid. I'm building a lane, then I'm running the track. And if life is a game, then there's no feeling bad. This is morphine on crack. I heard Mofi is back, so don't worry, relax. We about to get the facts. In fact, it's the magic. And if you win me, then your life is just tragic. Yeah, I said, in fact, listen, magic. And if you win me, then your life is just tragic. Yeah, see, I'm the man, and you ain't having it. I'm popping off a sending you into an analyst. What can I do? I'm through with being average. Attitudes and moods I start establishing. I tune into the New Testament. Which I soon undo a lot of cannabis, and that's gas. You can call it flatulent. Now I'm at my animalistic maximum. Ario. Shit. Uh, that was crazy. 
Bro, I'm going to tell you straight up, though. Hearing you from when you rapped in high school to you now, you know yourself so well now. It's crazy. Like, you're killing it. Word. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that, man. Awesome, man. That's awesome. Man, practice, practice pace. I wish I had that horn sound like Sway does in the morning. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. That was sick. Thank you for that. Thank you for spending some time. Yeah, no worries. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Bro, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be in it in the first place. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, no worries, bro. Bro, shout out everything. Uh, shout, shout out, out shout all your. I, um, you can catch my music at SoundCloud.com/slash/ario-rap or Apple Music Ario. Um, you can see the merch at Teespring.com/slash/ario-merch. Um, and the merch is, um. It's not for profit, pretty much. Goes to charity. Um, you can follow the Instagram at at Gabana Don. That's G A double B A N A. Ball so hard, draft two N B A. Payday race pays for mistake days. Painted red, feel like a mine. Nah, I'm just playing. But that's the plug. <laughs> Man, I just love rap, bro. I I just want to take a just moment going, to say know? I'm really appreciative of you guys doing this. Like, I really love just people showing the creative side and this is so fucking dope like hey, man. i told said when you guys posted it i was like yo send it i want to plug it that's awesome yeah, thank yeah, you man shout out, shout out to you for plugging that too that's no sick. of course bro we gotta we gotta spread it man creativity is what drives everything thank you so much thank i you. mean again you're you're killing it you're creative like just you in general you're you as a person your 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 mindset and what you're trying to do with your music and you know, everything in general, mad respect with everything. Like, thank for you. Real. That's awesome. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll drop links wherever we can uh, on yeah. our Snapchat, on our Instagram, and we'll uh, we'll get the Aria moment. We'll keep, we'll keep it rolling. We'll always keep it rolling. <laughs> for real, yeah. Of course, always. The Aria effect. Always. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Uh, we had a great time, and uh, we hope you guys tune in next week where Sayid becomes a pescatarian. <laughs> uh, once again. All right. Take care, guys. Thank okay. You. Bye. Bye.